0: From The Onion and Luminary Media, this is A Very Fatal Murder. I've told you a lot on this podcast about how, in my opinion, when it comes to killing his wife, Milo didn't do it. But if that's the case, there's one big question to answer. Who did? After being betrayed in court by my own hyper-intelligent supercomputer, Ethel, who unequivocally called Milo guilty, I knew I was going to have to answer this question, and more. Not just who killed Liana, but how killed Liana, and why, and what. And when killed Liana? Is it possible that somehow the answers were sitting right in front of me? Also, just a quick note to any jury members listening right now. Uh, please skip ahead to episode 8, otherwise you'll probably be dismissed. Stunning new developments in the trial of Milo Reed. I'm an innocent man in a guilty world. Objection! Houston. Have a solution. I saw it with my own eyes. That man murdered Liana. Hug theory? Huh. What's hug theory? That's me, the day after cross-examining Ethel on the witness stand. I was exploring a critical online investigative tool known as Reddit. While some consider it a place for posting funny videos and cute animal pictures, Reddit is also considered a premier hub for rational thought and online debate. Thanks to its network of users across the globe, Reddit plays an integral role in solving crimes and bringing lawbreakers to justice. Especially on this subreddit, r slash justice for Milo. What is Liana is Milo theory? Just before the trial, Sydney and I mined its archives and found troves of unexplored evidence related to the case. There were dozens of users who claimed to have been eyewitnesses, former lovers, and something called an incel slash nofap, whatever that was. Whoa, so this one says that Liana was actually strangled to death by the octopus that Michael Frenieri was delivering, which I already kind of knew, but also that she was a cyborg the whole time. Wow, they could be onto something here. Going online, I realized there were so many theories the defense, including me, had yet to pursue. First, there was the hug theory a theory that Milo was actually using his neck-hugging drone to hug Liana, but accidentally hugged her too hard. Then there was metaphor theory, a theory that Liana was never even a real person in the first place, but rather a metaphor for climate change, and Milo was using her to teach us a lesson about protecting the coastline. But could any of these theories about Liana's death be true? If a single one held up in court, it could exonerate Milo, and i need to present it. So I called up an expert on the subject, someone known on the boards as Skeletor 69. So, Skeletor 69, as an expert in asphyxiation, do you really think it's possible that Milo's strangulation drone was actually being designed for hugs? Yes. In fact, the marks on the throat indicate that she was being hugged so hard she lost consciousness. I know firsthand that strangulation marks are scarier and far more intense. Skeletor 69 is a moderator on Reddit, or what they call a mod. He or she had a lot of interesting theories about Liana's death. But do you think an octopus could really strangle Liana? Of course, David. Octopi are incredibly intelligent and strong. In fact, each sucker can produce suction forces of 800 kilopascals. Perhaps the octopus was trying to hug her. Whoa, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Like most of the internet, Skeletor's theories were brilliant, yet hard to dissect. Believing them was one thing, but proving them was a whole different ballgame. No, sir, you may not drop a corpse into the Santa Monica Pier Aquarium, even if it is for a court case. Why would you say that my baby was actually Milo Reed? Why would you say that? He murdered her! Hey, Sydney, I think I dropped my keys in this octopus, uh, I mean fish tank. I'm going to need you to drive over here. Thanks. Also, who knows? Liana could have died in 9-11. Yeah, that's true. I'll say this now. Convincing a jury that Liana died in 9-11 would have taken far too much time, and there was no way I could subpoena the Pentagon with just a few weeks' notice. And then, per usual, that's law speak for as usual the justice system got in the way. Honorable Judge Nazarian, I would like to enter into evidence r slash justice for Milo. Objection, speculation. Sustained. Mr. Pascal, if the defense wishes to enter justice for Milo into evidence, it must be done as a single theory, not a whole subreddit. The systemic suppression was almost more than I could bear. Perfectly good evidence just brushed aside. It can beat down even the best celebrity attorneys sometimes. And that's how the system wins. But luckily, there was one theory that I did have the time, energy, and resources to prove. And it was none other than Milo Reed's. That witness, Michael Ferneri, that guy's an incest freak. This episode of A Very Fatal Murder is brought to you by Book Talk. Are you too stupid to read? Or are your hands both broken and in casts, making it impossible to turn the pages? No problem. From literary classics to modern bestsellers, BookTalk gives you access to a huge audio database of someone reading the book out loud to you. And you can even slow it down so that your tiny brain can keep up. Sign up now or after your hands heal and get 10% off your first month. Stop reading today with book Talk. I saw it with my own eyes. He was there that night. You'll remember that Michael Ferneri was the contractor delivering an octopus to Milo's indoor artificial tide pool the night Liana died. He's the prosecution's key witness and claims he saw Milo leaving the crime scene just after the murder. Michael Ferneri? Testify against me? (laughs) I'd like to see that cousin-lusting incest freak try and take me down. Right, yeah, total incest freak, yeah. What you just heard was from the first conversation that Milo and I ever had. I didn't include it back in episode 3 because I wanted the season to be a little more non-linear. Also, it didn't make much sense back then. But now, if Michael Frenieri actually was an incest freak, I knew the jury wouldn't trust his testimony. So I started the preliminary search into Ferneri's social media presence. Retweets, Facebook comments, Instagram likes, thousands of interactions online. And the people he was connecting with the most? His family. Even more perverse, he was constantly telling them he loved them. I had the sick feeling I wasn't dealing with your average incest enthusiast, but a bona fide incest freak. Just like Milo said. right, here we go. Camera one, you rolling? He's here. Three weeks ago, I created a Facebook account for a fake woman named Molly Trumbull. As Molly, I messaged Michael Farneri claiming I had recently received the results from a 23andMe kit indicating we were half-siblings via Michael's dad, Robert, who I said had abandoned Molly's mother when he learned she was pregnant. Following weeks of back and forth, I finally lured Farneri to a house outside Long Beach under the pretense of a family reunion. Hey Michael, it's me, your half-sister. Wanna come in and get to know each other better? What you're hearing is an actor I hired to voice Molly. Sydney refused to help out on this one and I didn't want the stunt to put any women in real danger, so Molly is played by an 11-year-old boy named Colin. And don't worry, there's no real blood relation. I can't wait to come downstairs and finally meet you, Michael. I wonder if you'll share any family resemblance. What's that? The following is what happened between Molly and Michael Ferneri. Is he an incest freak? And would his perverted tendencies be enough to poke holes in his testimony? You be the judge. I think my good looks got passed down from our shared dad. And if you look half as hot as I do, wow. I'm sorry, I can't hear anything you're saying. Can you please come downstairs? Why does she need to come downstairs so you can have sex with her, you pervert? Hey, aren't you Milo's lawyer? What are all these cameras? What is this? You tell me. (laughs) Oh my God. You brought a kid to an incest meetup. You are one sick puppy. Wait, well, why are you here? Where's Molly? I'm supposed to be meeting my sister right Have now. Have a seat, Michael. Why did you come here today? Because I wanted to meet my half-sister. I really don't have much family. And you wanted to meet her, so you could seduce her. No, I wanted to grab coffee somewhere, but she said we had to meet here. Oh, I know. I sent you those messages, and you fell for them because you're a cousin-lusting deviant. Oh my god. I know all about how the incest gene is passed down, Michael. You probably got it from your mom and dad who you love, sexually! Oh my god, you are sick in the head! You're just like Milo! I don't think are going to be happy when they find out their key witness crossed county lines to solicit his own half-sister for sex! What else are you lying about, Frenary? The sting operation didn't end in handcuffs and a tearful straight-to-camera confession, as I'd hoped. But it wasn't a complete loss. I was able to at least insinuate that Frenary could be an incest freak thanks to some carefully edited footage that I uploaded to Reddit, with a message encouraging users to investigate the matter themselves. 11 minutes after the video uploaded, Redditors posted Michael's home address. 80 minutes later, a user posted a photo of his children waiting for their school bus. And a couple hours after that, two users posted a video of themselves standing in the Frenary's living room. Finally, nine hours after the original video went up, prosecutors announced Frenary had withdrawn his testimony in the Milo Reed case and fled the country with his family no less. Yuck. No one can definitively say for certain whether Michael Frenery was or wasn't really an incest freak. But what's important is that Milo and I called him one. A lot. We cast a substantial cloud of suspicion over his testimony. But Milo's defense led by me still had another bombshell up our sleeves, and it was about to blow. Next time, on a very fatal murder. Oh, this is definitely the big one! Men overboard! Ah, that's not a man! Okay, Korean tacos? Now I've seen everything. This episode of A Very Fatal Murder was brought to you by me, David Pascal, and Onion Public Radio, as well as future Farmhands of America and Big Dog T-shirts. Visit our website to donate to Judge Nazarian's re-election campaign, Since the trial started, Milo has already donated a generous $85,000. And for this week only, he's pledging to match each of your donations, so please check it out. Even just a small donation really, really helps our case. And finally, one last thank you to all the Reddit sleuths, amateur investigators, and anonymous vigilantes who provided information on Liana and Michael Ferneri for this episode. We could not have done it without you. Please, please, please keep those theories coming. From The Onion and Luminary Media, this has been A Very Fatal Murder.